please be advised that the content of this show is for adults 18 and older due to mature topics and subject matter. Hi everyone, I'm Abby from Dublin, Ireland, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Allow me to introduce the guy I dumped once upon a time and lived to regret it, Jao Sang, your host in Las Vegas. Hi, I have listened to your show for about two weeks. Maybe you can help me figure out something. Me and my boyfriend have been living together now for about 10 years. We share a two bedroom apartment and have no children and just one dog. The apartment next to us have been vacant now for the last year and recently a single woman has moved in there. She's in her mid twenties and I am 38. My boyfriend is 40. She needed assistance getting the things into the apartment so that she could get the U-Haul truck back on time. I asked my boyfriend to help her. He was reluctant, but did so. She then started to spill her guts about all of the trauma she went through in her past relationship to me. Since our initial introduction, she has knocked on our door for everything under the sun, and she's been asking my boyfriend to help hang photos and to reach up to put dishes away. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth Lies in Vegas, baby, here, keeping it real. Mary, I listened to your message, I even wrote you back there. You're kind of, um, naive. Let me tell you something, whenever you volunteer your man to do something, because God knows what you probably told this 20-something year old woman, oh, my boyfriend will help you, blah, blah, blah. He was reluctant, one, he didn't want to do the work. Two, he didn't like the fact that you were outsourcing him without his permission, more than likely. Three, you were probably upset with him because he was reluctant to do it. And four, he was trying to protect you and the relationship because if this girl is fine and she's young, hmm, you just served that lady on a platter to him. Now, Let's look at the other side of this. The other side of it is quite simple. She realized she has his attention, so naturally she's coming over and she's gonna wear you out for everything possible. Now let me tell you what may be happening here because I've seen some women do this. She might want to wear out her welcome with you. That way you two are alienated so when she sees him, it would be more of, he's the good guy, you're the bad guy. And if he's acknowledged as being the good guy, she's going to wait for him to start venting about you. Once he does that, game over. Game over. Now, a couple of things here. Because years ago, I had a girlfriend that did this to me at her place. Went over to visit her. And things were going pretty well for us that day. We had gone to the beach, had a wonderful time. I was putting suntan lotion on her and everything. And then we get back to her apartment. And there's this lady, and she was struggling with the mattress. So I went on and helped her. 
up the stairs to put it into her apartment. Well, my girl was like, well, why don't you go down there and help her with the rest of her stuff and I'll go and start cooking dinner. Sound like a decent proposal. Now here's what happened. We had a dresser to move up there. And it was one of her relatives thing and this thing was heavy. So what I did, I strapped it on the dolly. And I was in front pulling the thing up and she was just guiding it. We got it up to the top and we had to really maneuver it to get it inside the apartment. I got it in there and you know, went set it down where she wanted it. Old girl goes into the drawer now, what I didn't realize at the time was those drawers were still full of stuff. So that's the reason why it was so damn heavy. Didn't dawn on me at the time because I thought, okay, well, she's got the drawers in. She's probably taking everything out, put everything in suitcases or something like that, or boxes. This lady goes in. I'm ready to walk downstairs to go get some other boxes and stuff to bring up. I come back up the stairs. Old girl only has on this long t-shirt. That's about crotch length. And she has one of these biking shorts underneath. The real short biking shorts. And she was like, oh, I had to get out of those other clothes because it was just too restrictive, blah, blah, blah. Now, my girl comes over to see how everything's going. She sees that she's changed over into the biking shorts. Now she's thinking, oh, so she's just uh, trying to hook you. Uh, she cut off dinner and came over there with us and she helped me get the rest of the stuff up. And she was doing an intervention of sorts. And so the lady told us, she said, well, you know, I appreciate the help. Uh, do I owe you guys any money? She said, oh, no, 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 no. And she says, well, you know, uh, Thank you very much, blah, blah, blah. So we went back over and my girl started cooking again. And then, you know, that she wouldn't let that die about. Oh, so why did she have to change clothes? What were you guys doing over there? And I'm like, we weren't doing anything. Hmm. I said, no. I said, if I was with her, she'd still be naked. We'd still be fucking. And I don't think that was the right answer at the time to say. She threw a piece of chicken at me literally threw a drumstick at my ass. <laughs> I was like, wow. And she's like, don't you ever say anything like that again? And I was like, mm-mm. I said, you know what? You asked a dumb question, you got a dumbass answer. I told you the truth in the beginning. Nothing happened. I don't believe you. I told her, I said, I'm not gonna sit here and try to prove myself to you. down the stairs. Or oh, you gonna run away like a coward. No, I'm not running away like a coward. Why be with a woman that's accusing me of something I didn't do when I could be with one that appreciates me for who I am? Well go on then. Go on, just just take your ass on. And I did. Ironically when I looked up the lady that I helped, she was just standing in the doorway, just 
peering down on us without going back and forth. Well, it was kind of funny. I didn't hear from my girl for about a week and a half. Nothing. Wasn't answering any phone calls. Nothing. And I guess she thought I was supposed to just come back up there and pop. No. Mm-mm. I was not Nirvana. It wasn't going to be all apologies. So, she calls me and she says, uh, I need for you to come up here because uh, there's supposed to be a stone in this refrigerator and I, I don't need you. I said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't I do not do handyman work. Sorry. We're done with that. Why did I get a call about an hour later her neighbor. Yeah, she's crying. She really needs uh, you to come up here and help her. At least did my girl know. I was coming up there for the benefit of the neighbor, not her. There was no refrigerator coming. We waited for three hours. And she tried to play like, oh, well, you know, I got to call them and why they're not delivering. Her neighbor, when she found out she would, had lied to her, of course, when I found out that it was all a ruse, I left. And she was like, well, how, I didn't know. Mm -mm. Nope. That's the problem I had with her. She would fly off her temper. She would just go. Boom. Wouldn't want to know the facts, just would just fly off with, with an opinion and leave it at that. Her opinion outweighed logic, truth, and facts. So why deal with somebody like that? You keep your opinion. Hope it does well for you when you're by yourself and nobody wants to be with you. Well, me and her neighbor eventually went out. And she was a nice date. I dated her for a while. We dated for a short period. And then she got a boyfriend that was local where she lived because they were a pretty good drive away from me. And we ended things, but we ended things mutually. It's kind of cool. It's funny now because she's divorced. And she's in her 40s. 40s or 50s? 40s, I think. And the crazy thing, she put her daughter on the phone one night. She said, is it true that you used to date my mom? I was like, yeah. And she was so stoked because she had no idea. She thought her mom was a saint because her dad was like um, a good guy. He wound up passing away, unfortunately. But she reared some good kids, so she had two good kids. And I wish them the best every day. But here's the thing. When a person, ladies, when you start outsourcing your man to your girlfriend, even to some of your female relatives to go do things, you better watch. You better go with them. I'll be honest with you, better go with them. Because a lot of times what you ladies will do is assume that the man's making the first move. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
And please don't let it be one of those girlfriends that he's been wanting to fuck for the longest. <laughs> oh, and by the way, don't be a fool and try to, uh, the taste test thing that some women do. Where the friend would volunteer and say, girl, you know, uh, I need to have my closet fixed. Why don't you bring, have your man come over and fix my closet? Let me know if he's doing anything or trying anything with you. All right, sure will. She ain't gonna let you know that. If that woman wants some dick, the last thing she's gonna do is tell your ass. Oh, and let me tell you something else while we're at it. Don't be one of these naive women who's trying to string them along. You guys haven't had sex yet. You're not gonna have sex until you have some kind of commitment, marriage or whatever. And you send them over to that other woman's house to fix stuff. It could be your sister. It could be your cousin. Is she giving them some ass? Nine times out of ten, you you asked out. You can get as mad as you want to. You could be as disappointed. He doesn't give a fuck. That's on you. That was your expectations. He's looking at the fact that easy access. Ladies, let me tell you something. When men refer to women being easy, a lot of you think that it's all about sex and he, he just wants to sleep with the woman. You know what it's about? It's about easy access to P-E-A-C-E. -E. That may lead to P-I-E-C-E. -E of you. But the main thing is, peace of mind, ease of dating. E-O-D. That's right. The easier it is for us to date you, in the sense that we don't have to deal with a whole bunch of associated logistical problems, the better off it is. And putting that shit on the back burner in the X Factor or just holding on to it until you think you got a commitment, that shit ain't gonna work. Cause uh, as men, we'll leave your ass as soon as we find out the truth. Just like you will do us. In fact, you will leave us with knowing the truth about us before you even date us. You know, like um, how you ladies do background checks and Google searches before you go out on a date with a guy? Nine times out of 10, men don't do that. We find out the hard way, the traditional way. We're so worried about not fucking it up for ourselves that we don't bet you, which we should do. But many men don't. So, ma'am, what I would tell you in this particular situation is this. You have set your man up to potentially cheat on you. See, you guys have been together 10 years. You don't have any children, right? Well, that woman's in her 20s. She may be childbearing. Don't know. If he had any aspirations to start a family, you just gave him carte blanche to do it. Now, I'm not going to kid you. My roommate, I mean, not roommate, but my uh, ex-girlfriend. Her neighbor? Let me tell you. When she put on those biking shorts that day and that t-shirt, the only thing she would have had to say was just 
tear it up. Now, I would have had to tell old girl first. I said, hold on a minute. I'd have to go next door. Tell my girl, hey, you know what? It's over between us and I'm going to go ahead and be with your neighbor here. But you don't know her. I could hear her saying something like that now. But, of course, it didn't turn out that way. Now, the thing is, it's a twofold, it's a double-edged sword, ladies. Some of you will go and volunteer your man without him knowing it to do things. Others of you will do it in the context of it's his obligation and duty. You may go and tell your mother-in-law, tell your mother, tell your uh, your cousins or somebody else, oh, don't worry about that. He'll fix it when he gets gets home from work. Or he'll fix it this weekend. And he's got a plan to go to a football game this weekend. And then all of a sudden you come in with this shit. And then you cop an attitude because he, want, he goes to the game. And so what happens? You want to cut him off from the pussy and everything. Ladies, let me tell you something. Do it at your own risk. Do it at your own risk. You start taking that man for granted because, see, fellas, let me tell you something. The more comfortable she becomes with delegating tasks to you that are unknown to you, the more disrespectful she'll be to you in your time. You know damn well, as a man, if we obligated our woman to do something for somebody else without telling her, well, we're going to get all kind of fucked up, aren't we? I had a friend of mine that his wife was an accountant, CPA. And we had a mutual friend that needed his taxes done. So this mutual friend said, man, why aren't you going to get your wife to uh, do my taxes? He said, no, no, no. He said, you don't understand. You need to go and ask her, would it be okay? And you're going to have to pay her to do your taxes. I'm not going in as your intermediary to try to get her to do it for free or try to get it, get her to do it because you're a friend, because she feel like she's being used. Protecting his woman. And fellas, this is what some women don't do for you. They'll put your ass out there. Living in apartment complexes over the years, I have seen women do this with their men. Guy will go fix the woman's car. Woman can't pay him, he wound up fucking her. Common thing. Like my boy used to say, pussy for a break job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pads, rotors, and calipers, man. What do you say? Pads, rotors and, rotors, and calipers. Oh no. Something like that he used to say. But here's the thing. Don't risk your relationship like that, man. Consult him first before you delegate. And here's the thing, fellas. Sometimes they'll already talk to the women, and I'm sure this is probably what happened here, to get some sort of bearing on, because the woman's gonna probably say, oh no, I can handle it, I can do it myself. And she probably said, no, 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 let me get my man out here to help you. Guarantee you that's the way it went because that's the way it went with me, my situation. Could be different. Who knows? I wasn't there with this. But I can only imagine. We'll talk more in just a minute. <laughs> 
Could you please tell these men to tell women about their sexual orientation before they start in a committed relationship? Me and my boyfriend have been together now for two years and had plans to get married in the spring of 2024. Last night after I date, he had something that he had to tell me. He wanted me to promise not to get mad at him at first. This man has been seeing another man for the duration of our relationship. I asked him, did he love him? And he didn't want to talk about it. He actually expects me to stay in a relationship with him after revealing this. I am so pissed right now. I don't know what to do. Man, please forgive me for being a jackass I'm about to be, but I'm going to be the jackass I have to be in this. You assumed that everything was fine while he was getting dick and you wanted his dick. But when you found out that he was getting more dick than you because he has dick, plus he was getting dick, that gave him double dick over your one dick from him. I guess that's how the math goes. Here's the thing. Remember I talked about the X Factor? I know you're upset because he was with another man. If I were in your shoes, I'd be upset about the deception, the length of the deception, then the infidelity. It would go in that order. So deception was actually in a, a lot of omission. He didn't tell you initially that he was in the dick. And ma'am, let me tell you something. You'd also have to say that for women as well. You can't just say it for men. Because I've had some women lie to me about all kinds of things. So what I would tell you is there's really no way of preventing it because see, you gotta remember, a person's embarrassment outweighs the truth in many cases. What do people do all the time? They catfish, they lie. The reason why they lie is because they wanna conceal something that would be embarrassing. They wanna hide it. Think about it for a moment. I talk about it on this show all the time. Women didn't wanna date me because I wore dark glasses and I had a stick. I, I can't hear you walking around me like that. You you look like you 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 retarded or blind or something. Oh, I've heard it. Well, I am legally blind. I just use a stick for depth perception. I don't tap the floor to see whether or not what's in front of me or something like that. I'd have to do that if I was totally blind. And here's the thing: sometimes they want me to qualify my disability. Fuck them. If they don't want to be seen with me, that is fine. I'm comfortable with that. The last thing I'm going to do is try to accommodate somebody and do what? Experience discomfort myself accommodating them. Those days died in my teenage years. Some of you still do it. Imagine up to somebody's stand. Fuck them and their standards. Your standards are already set. What you're trying to do is find congruency with others. You're not trying to raise a lord. 
This is where many people get in trouble in relationships. They're trying to adjust, trying to be the chameleon, to fit in, because you like the person, or the person likes you. Mm -mm. Just be yourself. You see, one thing you have to realize about the human condition, people are always trying to strive to be admired, to be envy and the reason for that is because many of them have never reached that level of acknowledgement in life think about it for a moment only two percent of the population don't have that to worry about global it's the rest of the 98 percent of motherfuckers out there trying to actually get that same level of respect dignity and power And a lot of them didn't get it at home. They didn't get it from their families. They didn't get it from their upbringing. They don't even have it in themselves. They have to externalize it and have someone else admire them to make them feel like they're somebody. As I told you before, when I looked at my original birth certificate, and I was a little kid then, it had Negro chattel. That hurt me to the most because that meant I wasn't even a human being in the eyes of the state of Mississippi. I didn't know it was on the level of the state of Mississippi. I just saw chattel and didn't like the word. So as I saw it as a child, I had to work my way up to being respected as acknowledged as a human being, let alone talk about respected. The word nigger was an upgrade. Not that I condone that word I hate that word with a passion not because it makes me want to cry or nothing like that because it's like a word that's, that's like kryptonite no who called people the n-word the people that were not rich the slave owners called them slaves Wealthy people had no reason to call them a derogatory name because guess what? They had made the money. Oh, and by the way, not only that, um, they had a value. In some cases, worth more than the very people that were calling them the N-word. We forgot that part. But here's the other thing, too. We have to look at Nobody has to disclose anything to you, true enough. But you're gonna have to do your due diligence and find out because you never know what may be a threat to the relationship. Well, what was this threat to you, ma'am? Um, what if he were to come down with a communicable disease, whether he was straight, gay or whatever, and then gave it to you? I was watching a TikTok video the other night this lady was furious and she had her camera roll and the guy was on a date with another woman and she balled up her fist socked him in the side of the head he was like what the hell is wrong with you i just came back from the clinic i got gonorrhea and she started wailing on him and they broke it up she was hurt
I have to mention, he was with another woman when she walked up on it. And she asked the lady, she said, have you screwed him? If you have, you got it too. The problem, a lot of people don't realize, you think you're getting away with being slick by not saying shit that may affect the relationship initially or someone's health or life? Trust me, in many cases, they can come back and take your ass to court and clean you out. So you want to be honest and upfront. I know a lot of people don't like that. It's embarrassing. If you got a bench warrant for you, for your arrest, why are you even dating? Because you know damn well if your ass is caught out there on the streets. And some people do it. If they know they're going to jail, fellow go out and get as much pussy as he can because he know he ain't going to get nothing in the, pit, in the prison or in the jail. But here's the thing. It's up to you folks to do your due diligence. You don't have a magic wand. You don't have a lie detector looking in someone's eyes don't tell you shit. They crack me up on court TV with some of these body language experts. Oh, you see the way she's holding her, you see how she's holding her lip? You know what this means? You see the way she's, she's adjusting her chin? Get the fuck out of here. There's certain reads you can look on a person's body, but a lot of times you don't know. Sometimes you don't know. What you got to remember is a person's actions are their afterthoughts. It goes through their minds well before you see the results of what they thought. We don't think about that sometimes. So what this means? This means that he knew he was going to be with a man going into the relationship. He was using you as his beard. You were having sex with him, so things were going along smoothly. And let me tell you what has more than likely happened, ma'am. There's been a change in his relationship. He's probably been given an ultimatum to get rid of you and to come out and let everybody know he's gay. That's more than likely what's happened. And you know, it's kind of interesting because it's more of an advocacy type of community where they got to pronounce and let everybody know coming out of the closet and all this other stuff. Do we do that in conventional relationships for the most part? No. Reason why we don't do it, we got nothing to prove. This is not being better than anyone else. It's being different. You know, I worked with a guy who was gay for years. Didn't know it. He had a picture of family and everything on his desk. It wouldn't have mattered. He never made a pass at me or nothing. That family that he had on his desk, he divorced his wife 
left his kids for this other man. Didn't know it. When did we find out? The day he was getting his going away party. He was going to another company. Nobody on staff knew. It was none of our business. Didn't have a problem with that. That's the reason why straight couples are so turned off by people that are using excessive PDAs in public. Most Americans don't like showing affection in public anyway. You go to other countries, boy, they don't even allow that shit. No hold their hands, nothing. In North Korea, don't you know a date with a woman is a roller skating rink where you're not allowed to kiss her, only to hold hands while you're roller skating? That is it. You can't be grabbing her ass. You can't be kissing. That's a fucked up situation to be in. I'm sorry, if I was born in North Korea, first thing I'd have been doing, I'd have got a shovel and I'd have been digging like a motherfucker because I was going to dig my ass out of that. <laughs> Shit, even after I made it to South Korea, I said, no, I'm not first, I'm not South enough. I'd be trying to dig a tunnel to Australia some damn where. Fuck around and wear one of his fucked up haircuts. Are you kidding me? You see the way that motherfucker's hair look? Ain't no way in the hell I'm gonna have my hair cut like that. Oh, that's right, I forgot. No other man can have his hair cut like uh, President of North Korea. But they have several haircuts that men can have and several haircuts that women can have. Oh yeah, their lives are delegated like that. Well, not delegated, relegated like that. So, true enough, a person's not under any obligation to tell you the truth about themselves but this right here I wouldn't even try to repair it I wouldn't even try to fix this relationship and I will tell you this much the reason why he's probably trying to keep you is because he doesn't want you blowing the whistle on him too soon because I'm sure you guys have mutual friends and as soon as they find out where it will spread, rumors will start, and then the I told you so's will come in. And then that's when you find out you'll have two types of people after that. The people that knew the ship was going along the whole time, and those who lie and act like they knew. I could have told you, you couldn't have told me shit. You just found out just like I did. But they wanted to act like they were all in the know. Now, the other thing too. Just be yourself. You don't have to go and um, you know drag him through the mud. Just don't take him back. There's no need to. See, here's what would have gotten me. One was the line of deception. The other one's the duration of the line of deception. Not to mention the rest of the shit behind that. Something for you to think about, ma'am.
Well, my day has gone great so far. At work, I was summoned to train my replacement. I'm being put in another department, and that's a whole different issue. About an hour ago, I was called by one of my husband's co-workers. He is going to jail for past due child support for kids that I didn't know he had. Due to a genetic birth defect, I cannot have children. So I'm gonna take myself down to the jail, find out all the specifics. By the way, our anniversary is tomorrow. I guess it's happy anniversary alone. Ma'am, I could tell that this is probably shaking you to the core. The one thing that I would say, damn, where do I start? First, I understand how this probably hurts you because you can't have any children and you're looking at it from the standpoint of, uh, thank you for sharing that with us because you really didn't have to. Um, the fact that this man, I have a feeling he probably didn't know that he had impregnated these women. I could be wrong, but this is nothing new. And I can imagine there's some resentment there because you're like, well, hell, in our marriage now, that means that we gotta have money that's gonna leave the house. First, I gotta get him out of jail. Then, money that's gonna leave the house every month for his arrears and child support and for his child support payments if he still has it. That's a fucked up deal. And being that your assets are joint, instead of the jail, yeah, I'd go and see what his bail is, but I'd go and get me a lawyer that specializes in family services and things like this in particular, because this is, eh. This is something that you're going to need some legal expertise on. Where they could probably work a deal with him, where they could probably get him out of jail. Uh, who knows? Maybe get him in front of a judge and things can be uh, renegotiated. You never know. I'm not a legal scholar in that sense, but I would definitely say to look for a good family attorney in your community. Now, here's the thing. This is not an uncommon thing, ma'am. I remember years ago, I worked on a payroll, and there was a guy that worked with us, and we got a garnishment letter. And we literally had to take a lot of money out of his paycheck. And he was out there talking about how he was going to go and buy him some clothes and do all these other things. He had no idea. His check was only 75 bucks. So, you got to watch a lot of times what Fellas, I'm talking to you right now. Check on that woman that you slept with every once in a while. Make sure there are no anomalies. 
keep in mind, fellas, this. Because I had a lady try to do this shit to me one time. We went out. We dated. We had sex a few times. She broke it off because she wanted to go and try to climb up the social ladder in Los Angeles like normal, you know. She wanted a celebrity. She wanted a movie star. She wanted somebody with some big money. Well, she got some backup singer. I forgot who he sang with. I think he sang with either Anita Baker or somebody. And eventually she got pregnant. She and I hadn't seen each other in about a year and a half to two years at that time. And oh boy, I know what she was doing. Going down the list of men that she had dated. Trying to find out who's the daddy. And so she calls me, hey, how you doing? Who is this? You don't remember me, do you? Fellas, when you hear those words, you don't remember me, do you? They coming back for something that involves them needing you for something. I said, no. Please refresh me. Yo, you and I used to date, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think you might be the father. <laughs> I laughed at her. I said, really? She said, yeah. And I pulled out the old notepad I had. I journalized my dates. And I said, well... We broke up on so-and-so. We quit having sex on so-and-so. So there's no way that you could be pregnant by me because it's about two years later. If you were pregnant by me, you would have had the baby by now. It's been that long that we... Yeah, 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 yeah. You might want to recheck. Now this was during the late 80s, early 90s. Boy, as soon as DNA came in, it was a whole different ball game. The dude that the baby was by was a guy who had lied to and led her on about a music career. wasn't interested. Got a call back later on. And by this time, the kid was like three. Yeah, his father ain't about shit. Blah, 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 blah. This was pre-Facebook. And at the time, she was looking for a place to stay. I know I burned my bridge with you and I, mm -mm, you'll never construct that again. I said, you might have thought that that bridge was made out of steel. It was made out of wood. All the ashes fell into the river. You can't come back across this bridge. And I knew that won't have a problem. Because one thing that I always did 
I made it a point to get the condoms laced in spermicide. Added measure to help. Well, when Facebook came along, kid had grown up. Child looked just like him. And it was really sad because she had the most difficult time trying to explain to her daughter that her father didn't want to have anything to do with it. Well, of course, the daughter didn't believe it until she went and met the father. He had started another family, didn't want to have nothing to do with her. Told her never to come back again. This is why, fellas, I tell you to wear condoms regularly. Oh, and by the way, before you start uh, getting the condoms with spermicide, I don't know if Trojans still sell them anymore. Make sure you let that woman know that you're going to do that. So in that way, she could advise you about any infections that she may get from it. Here's what I recommend. Don't trust her by going in there raw. I don't give a fuck if she says she has an IUD. I wouldn't give a damn if she says she has shots. She could have all 33 forms of female birth control on her. If you're not planning on having a child with that woman, don't go in her without a rub. As soon as you bust your nut, that one sperm that makes it to that egg, hi daddy. Because I'm going to tell you, that race was tough. I had to beat out all those other sperm. Like I told you, I was clotheslining motherfuckers. I was tripping motherfuckers. Drop kicking niggas. I was doing it all. I was going to make it. I was going to be number one, damn it. <laughs> Don't know why. But I made it. But what I am saying is that some women will try to make it a little bit too easy for you to be with them. And what you have to do is have the discipline yourself and not necessarily go by trusting her. Because she may have an agenda to get pregnant. Your agenda is not to be a father until you're ready. bullshit you into that, that corner. Now, the other thing here. Ma'am, you may want to talk to your family attorney to find out whether or not, being that you're married, whether you'll be also subjected to helping them pay the child support. There's a good possibility you might be because of the joint assets. You might have to second your house. You may have to go into this 401k whatever, depending on how long and how much the arrears are. Now, I can't judge as to whether he knew or didn't know those children, didn't know he had those children, but I have seen cases where the man honestly didn't know that he was the father of children, and then 
all of a sudden it gets a child support order. And in other cases, they lock the guy up. It depends on the state and the jurisdiction. Each law is different. So I wish you all the best, and I'm sorry that your anniversary had to be ruined. But you're going to be celebrating it by yourself. I can imagine that'd be a hell of a thing to deal with. But I know there's a part of you that's probably saying, I didn't deserve this. And I agree with you. But now, there's a possibility he didn't know. Because, see, a woman in certain, I think it's uh, nationally, but I know in Arizona, a woman doesn't have to tell a man that she's pregnant by him. She's not having, there's no law that states that she has to tell him she's pregnant. And this is how a lot of women get around having to deal with the abortion issue if they're pro-life. Just won't tell the guy. He's going through life, everything is fine. Until he finds out later. He is 16, 17 years old. Then all of a sudden, you got to pay back child support for 16, 17 years. You got to second your house take out a line of credit or even use your 401k so that you don't go to jail. As I told you, I do, what like, I do like what they did in Tennessee. They want DNA tests done before <laughs> you signed a birth certificate. Because they stuck a lot of men with child support that the kid wasn't even theirs. And even with DNA uh, tests, they still had to pay for the best interest of the child. That's what the courts look for. And you got another can of worms to deal with. You probably want to see the children. How will you be able to get along with those children and along with the baby's mama? You ain't signed up for none of that shit. You signed up to be with this man in a relationship. Again, ladies, like I tell you, for us as men, we want to deal with the woman with the least amount of baby daddies. We want to deal with the woman with the least amount of issue. Now, those men that you're running into that had eight, nine, ten kids and all this other shit, that's the low-hanging fruit. 51% of African-American men are not even married and don't have children. So what are you dealing with that 49% that does? You know, it was funny. I got turned down by a lady one time because I didn't have any children. She had two. She was like, oh, you know kind of man. You don't have any children. I can't date you. She was serious. Misery loves company. Nope, she wanted a man with kids already. Like I told you, single parents, if you're looking for a date, there's an app called Stir, S-T-I-R. 
this I'll be specializing. But now, there's still single men out there that would date single moms. But there are men out there that won't date women who have their husbands or boyfriends on child support. Just like there are women out there who will not date a man who is paying child support. Oh, and by the way, some guys uh, try to be slick and market themselves that way. It's not that they don't have any children. It's that, that they're not paying it because they want to be perceived as somebody that's single and elderly. So ma'am, what I would tell you, best of luck. If you and your husband would like to come on the show, I'll send you an invite. I'd love to have you two on. And give us your opinion on what happened. I'm 42 years old and was duped into dating this 64 year old woman. I met her on Tinder and I would say she looked like she was around in her late 40s. We had dinner and went to a movie. After that, she asked me, what are we going to do next? I told her I didn't know because it was getting late around 11.45 PM. She told me to take her home. I thought for sure I was boring. We arrived back to her place and she said, come on. She invited me in and she took me by the hand upstairs to her bedroom, turned around and told me to unzip her dress. I wasn't prepared for this. She stripped naked and told me to get undressed and join her in the shower. I felt strange because I never been with a woman that old before. I feel her asking me for a commitment soon. More than likely she will ask you for a commitment of exclusivity. Now, you were very fortunate. I take it that you guys have chatted for a while because it'd be rare for an older woman to go as far as she's gone with you. I'm just assuming, I could be wrong. I sent you an invite to the show, you could correct me at any time. Um, what I would tell you is this. This is the kind of woman that a lot of guys look for. Carefree, good decision maker, and confident. Apparently there was something along the way between the time you first met each other and the movie date. That a decision was made by her, oh yeah, it's the time, it's the night, we are gonna do this. Now, true enough, she probably had her hormones raging. And fellas, I will tell you, women in their 60s, some of them will screw the hell out of you. Then you have that contingent of women that are like, oh, you know, I'm tired all the time, I'm tired. And you'll see that from 40 up. There's some women that are like that. It's like, you don't even want to, oof. I've gone on dates with those women. And it's like, shit, if they even took a drink of water, they're tired. No, thank you. You don't want those either. And everything hurts. They got fibromyalgia. They got every fucking disease. Of, or, it's just fucked. 
And if they, you know, I'm talking about, if you want to deal with that, great. I just don't want to deal with a whole bunch of chronic complaining. Now, I could see if they were an athlete or something in their lives, but they didn't do shit when they were young. Now, here's the thing. Kind of funny, nobody came up with my fibromyalgia and all this shit when I was growing up in the 60s. Ain't hear none of this shit. We didn't hear a lot of these things that they've now come up with. And there were people doing a lot of shit that jeopardized their health back then. We drove around without seat belts. Shit, people would smoke all the time. It was not uncommon to walk into a business and people are smoking. You smell cigarette smoke, it'd be floating around like a cloud. People be drinking whiskey straight out the bottle. George Burns smoked those big ass cigars for decades. Shit, I thought death had forgot about him. It's just interesting. But anyway, what I would tell you, sir, is this. That kind of woman is rare. That kind of woman is a good woman to be with. But now here's the thing. <clears throat> Don't get your hopes up too high about the commitment. <clears throat> she probably want one, an exclusivity type of situation. I don't think she'll probably want to get married again. But she wants a partner that she feels comfortable with. You take her out on dates. She could have sex with you. She could feel as though she's loved. That's what a lot of women want. Especially after they've gone through divorce and all the rest of it. They don't want the extra baggage of what they've gone through when they were younger. They had to go through all the wrongs of you know, learning in order to get to that place where they are now. Now think about it for a moment. She told you to take off your clothes and join her in the shower. She trusted you enough to turn her back on you and let you unzip her dress. She was definitely comfortable with you. She was comfortable with you seeing her naked. She was comfortable with you being in her bedroom. The ultimate place in privacy. She was comfortable with asking you, what else are we gonna do tonight? See, she already had in her head she was gonna screw you. You just didn't know it, and she laid out the breadcrumbs for you, which is a good thing. She took the initiative. She took the responsibility and the risk. And I guarantee you, your ass didn't go home that night after you guys showered and fucked. You probably stayed maybe the next day, maybe a couple of days afterwards. But here's the thing about that. Ladies and gentlemen, if somebody invites you over after the bar club or wherever you go to dinner, whatever, you guys fuck. 
Make an attempt to leave the next day or next morning. Let them be the one to invite you to stay over or to go. Why don't you go and get an overnight bag and come back? Let them do that. Don't take up residence. Don't start putting your, just just don't start bringing shit out of your car, putting it in the house like you're marking territory. Don't do that. Let that person invite you. But always operate under the assumption that you don't want to take up their space, that you don't want to be an inconvenience for them, and that you're respecting their residence. As long as they see you're doing that, giving them that acknowledgement, they appreciate that because I'm sure they've had other people in the past didn't give a fuck. They came in there like the one lady that was going on a date with the guy and she had, you know, taken, gotten off early from her job and agreed to pay for the tickets to go to this event. And he brings his ass over there and the only thing he wanted to do was just sit around and watch black and white movies on her TV set. Had nerve enough to go into the bathroom and put his stuff in the bathroom. Mm-mm. It's okay to be uncomfortable in someone else's residence. That uncomfort, that discomfort that you show them, that's actually respect. When you're asking for things. Not going into the fridge, grabbing a beer, no shit like that. You're showing them that, hey, I respect you. Oh, you don't have to do that. Oh, yes, I do, because it's your place. That's consideration, people. And a lot of people don't grow up with that shit. And where a lot of women run uh, into frustration with men... They don't want to be the people that would have to train you on this. They get frustrated, they're not interested. You told us that she took you by the hand upstairs. Whenever a woman leads you somewhere, like taking you by the hand to the dance floor, or taking by, that means she wants to be with you. You've been chosen. Monica would never ask me did I want to dance. The only thing she would do is extend her hand and grab my hand. It was a song that she wanted to dance to. That's the way it was. Whenever there was something she wanted to do, she would just grab my hand and just... Which meant that was, okay, we're going to do something that's going to be comfortable for both of us. Because the one thing that she would always do she would always make it a point to think for both of us in the sense of, well, I'm sure he would like this and I would like it too. If there was something that was like in that gray area, we'd sit there and talk about it and look at the pros and cons. Like that hang gliding incident. Nope, I'm gonna get my ass out there. If I saw that lady jump off that cliff, and then I saw that damn hang glider go and do a flip and then her ass went down. When she hit that, I know that sand, even though it was sand and supposedly, I know that shit still hurt. She ate a lot of it. But she was okay. 
Monica's other still, honey. That's okay. Hang, the hang gliding idea is out. So yeah. I said, I think it is. Because you have no control over where the hell you're going to go. The wind controls where you're going. So, sir, I know you probably never been with an older woman. Now, she was an old older woman that probably had good genetics in the sense that she didn't age in congruency to her age. So, yeah. She's one of these older women that will linger. Oh, she's going to look young for a very long time. I used to hate when I fuck around and meet one of those every once in a while. Because those are the kind of women... Fellas, let me tell you something about those type of women. Because there was this one lady I'll never forget. And I dated her. I thought she was younger than she was. Because I was kind of, well, you know, I want to get out of the 40s type women and go down to maybe 30, because I was in my 20s then. And I thought this lady for sure was in her 30s. I never asked her, like an idiot. And I assumed that she was in her 30s. This woman was 54 years old. Couldn't tell. Out of my age range, totally. 45 was my cutoff. 49 was a real slow maybe. But this lady was fine, good looking, nice, no gray. And when she told me how old she was, and she didn't tell me that after we, until after we had sex. And she said, well, I guess you're not gonna want me anymore. Like hell, that woman was fine. Have you ever been with a woman that was so fine, you you didn't want to admit it, but it was like, I just got to keep my dick inside you because I, it, it's just, it's one of those things where you're afraid she's going to run away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it was like, with her, it was like, you couldn't help but to make love to her. Her name was Elizabeth. And... Very nice lady, very nice lady. And one day she told me, she says, um, I think I'm gonna go back home. LA is a little bit too crazy for me now. Cause this was during the time when they had all the street gangs and all that stuff really flaring up in LA. And she went back to South Carolina. Never heard from her after she got back. Mm-mm. That one, mm. because fellas, you know, you gotta watch. You gonna run into that woman in your life. Her pussy's gonna be so good. It's gonna be like kryptonite, and she knows it. But not only that. It's not what she does with her body. It's what she does with her soul. Because, see, she's so into you. You can't even look at her because it's like, damn. Here we go again. 
shit that got, got me with Monica too. That, that it was that shit that we, where like when you try to say no and you can't. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to go on this trip to Mexico? No, I can't, because I... Are you sure you don't want to go? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they'll get you that way. Consider yourself lucky for landing on your feet with this woman. And um, I know you're not used to being with a woman this old. But if she's not complaining about her age, why should you? Enjoy it while you can. Life is only lived one time. And you have to enjoy it. Well, folks, I've answered the last four messages that came in. And I wish all the people well on their endeavors in life. It's tough. It's tough. Um, being in a relationship in general is tough. Maintaining them. It's just like a mortgage on a house. You pay the mortgage every month, but you're also responsible for the upkeep of the house itself. Same thing with a relationship. You pay through your moral obligation, that's your monthly payment, and you're compromising your flexibility are the components of you trying to maintain that house. The house of love, like Luther Vandross says, uh, cheer is still a cheer, but a cheer is not a house, and a house is not a home. Unless you have someone there holding you tight. That's the way it goes. And see, you're going to have to remember also that the time you waste some of you ladies with your attitude, rolling your eyes and smacking your lips and all that shit. That's time you're wasting where you could be with someone that, you, that really cares about you and you could possibly care about them. And all thing that's doing is alienating you from that potential partner. So that's what we have to look at. That's what we have to understand as well. In our next episode, I'm going to talk about those relationships that you've had in the past and you guys still remain friends to this day. And thank you once again for listening to We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates.
The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.